0: So are you feeling stir crazy yet? You know, whether you're in a quarantine situation or not, it's easy to start feeling like the walls are closing in on you. You know, life as we know it, at least for now, has fundamentally changed because of the recent coronavirus. Now, we are no longer free-moving spirits that inhabit local vendors, shopping malls, or sporting events, or any other social activity for that matter. You know, everyday life for everyone has changed, and we're now learning a new way to exist on a daily basis. But as I stated in the previous episode, this is not the first time we have been down this road You know, pandemics are nothing new, and there have been times in our history that pandemics have utterly ravaged the human population. Now, in this episode of the Bearded Guy podcast, we're going to take a look at some past pandemics that really made us take a step back and ask the question, is this the end of the world as we know it? Mortality rates for past pandemics are frightening and staggering, to say the very least. You know, our medicinal, scientific, and to some degree, our social understanding of viruses really wasn't ready for what was unleashed on the world at the time that they occurred. Now, because of this, there were devastating effects on the human race. But thankfully, our understanding and advancements have have radically changed the way we view, research, and treat viral outbreaks. And sadly... Our loss was ultimately our gain in dealing with these unseen harbingers of death and misery. So let's take a look at past pandemics in history to see what some of history's worst pandemics were and how we overcame them. Number one on the list was the Spanish flu. Now this thing was deadly and widespread, and this was also known as the 1918 flu pandemic and it killed young and old. The virus wasn't willing to give up without a fight as it laid siege on the human population from January 1918 all the way through December 1920. Now, the devastation was hard felt by everyone. The numbers for this pandemic are staggering. It is estimated that 500 million people were infected with the 1918 flu pandemic. And of that, 20 to 50 million people actually died. Now, the numbers are varied, and it's hard to keep count because at the time, they weren't really able to keep the records of all the people that actually died from this outbreak of the flu pandemic. Also making the list is the Asiatic or Russian flu. Now, this one claimed the lives of 1 million people. And population growth at the time of this outbreak is what actually helped spread its tentacles of death and destruction rapidly throughout the world in 1889. Now, this one lasted up through the year 1890. There was also the Asian flu. Now, death for this pandemic was estimated at 2 million people worldwide. It actually originated in China in 1956, and 69,000 of those deaths were in the U.S. alone. There was also the flu pandemic of 1968. Now, this is actually the year of my birth. Now, this one spread quickly throughout Asia and eventually reached the U.S., and it took the lives of one million people worldwide. It is also estimated that 15% of the population of Hong Kong actually died as a result of this outbreak. Now, the last one on my list of pandemics in history is the Black Death, or the Bubonic Plague, which occurred in 1346. Now, this plague lasted up to the year of 1353. Now, let that sink in for a moment. Now, it's infamous for having the most fatalities of any pandemic in our human history, emerging in 1347 with its origins believed to be in Central or East Asia. It's estimated to have killed 30 to 60 percent of Europe's population at the time. Now, with estimated worldwide death tolls in the 75 to 200 million people range. Now, the carrier for this disease is widely believed to be fleas. And unsanitary and dirty living conditions at the time were the perfect breeding ground for this disease to take hold and spread like wildfire. And one of the main ways this pandemic spread was by the help of rats rats that were infected by the plague. And they were the carriers of the harbinger of this disease. They were fleas. The fleas would infest and infect the rats, who were also common travelers on trade vessels at the time. And this helped spread the plague to other areas of the world, thereby making the death toll grow to the 75 to 200 million people range. Now, one that you may not think of as being a pandemic is HIV-AIDS. Now, it's estimated that the death toll of this disease has killed between 25 and 36 million people worldwide since 1981. And because we have treatment and awareness of how the disease is spread... It's helped to reduce the number of cases. However, each year there are new and growing cases of HIV AIDS in the world today. Now, the treatments that are available actually help those with the disease live long and productive lives. Now, this is if it's diagnosed early and the treatment that is provided is done on a consistent basis. And to date, no cure has been found, but the scientific community is constantly working to find a cure for HIV AIDS. So, you see, pandemics are nothing new. It's something we have gone through over the course of the last centuries, and when these pandemics hit and they, they catch us off guard because we can't see them, unlike an enemy that you can see coming at you, it's hard to see a pandemic coming. Now, we have epidemics and we have viral outbreaks all the time across the, across the globe we live on. But whenever they get to that point that they far exceed just a region or an area and they start to skip continents and go to different countries, that's when it becomes a pandemic. And the thing about a pandemic is this, while we can't do anything about them, and while we can't um, safeguard or protect ourselves against every single one of them, what we can do is just be ready for anything that comes our way. I spoke about this on the last episode. We have to be ready. We have to have the mindset that we're, we're prepared for anything that comes our way, whether that's seen or unseen. And pandemics are scary. God, they're scary. I mean because you never know. You don't know who's affected. You don't know what the the full spectrum of the the effects or the aftermath are going to be. We just have to wait it out and see. But thankfully, our scientific and and medical communities are working on things like this on a continual basis. This is not something that when it strikes everybody goes into action. They're constantly working on uh, tracking, keeping up with, trying to find cures for diseases that that do pop up, trying to find uh, remedies and cures for for epidemics and pandemics and viral outbreaks. They're constantly working on the front line to keep us safe. So, a big thank you goes out to those that that are on the front lines of this. A big thank you to those that that do risk their lives day in day out to actually go out there and and try to save as many people as they possibly can. It's my hope that if you are um, suffering from this or you know someone that has suffered from this or or is going through it right now, it's my true desire and sincere hope that it's quick and it's over and it passes and that you make a speedy recovery or those you love make a speedy recovery. And by all means, keep yourself safe out there. You know, do what is being said. Social distance when at all possible. Wash your hands. Uh, don't touch your face. Don't do not don't do things that we normally do. And that's odd. I don't know if any of you have, have really thought about how often we touch our face or we touch our eyes or we rub our nose or we do something that is just commonplace that we just don't think about. We're on autopilot most of the time. So just protect yourself. Try to think through situations. Don't go where you don't need to be. Social distance. If you're in quarantine, I really hope that you have some things to help pass the time away and that you're not too stir-crazy right now, that you're not ready to pull your hair out and just run screaming down the street. It's my hope that that this will pass quickly, you can get back to a normal life, and that society as a whole can get back to a normal life. So for the Bearded Guy podcast... Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for hanging out with me for a few minutes. I know this this episode is short, but as of late, we've got a lot of irons in the fire and everything's kind of going on around us. And you know, you, you get a little bit weary sometimes trying to put a lot of content together. And I not only have my podcast episodes here, but I also do live streams and I do other things on YouTube and other social media platforms. So I'll get back to a regular schedule with the conspiracy theories and talking about odd and strange and unusual stuff that's in our world around us and the things we just can't fit into that neat little reality we call life. So thank you so much for coming by. It's always my hope that you have a great day, a better day tomorrow, and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time,